Welcome back to the Verge Studios for another episode of Pardon Our Promotion. How's everybody doing today? Spectacular. Great. What do you want to talk about? What do we think? I have... Sometimes we uh, like pre-plan it. We seem so like very knowledgeable. I'm going to throw one out that's spontaneous. How about we talk about teams that um, they kind of after think after thought their pre-game and in-game in entertainment for their groups. And what I mean by that is a group guy will be like, "Hey, I just talked to whatever high school and." They asked if their band could come out and play mm. pregame, the national anthem or whatever, or play a something pregame. And then they go to the production, you know, you guys, the producers, and go, and you find a slot for them. Yeah, we can fit them in right here. The best way to do it is the opposite way, right? We find the slots. We engage group and ticketing sales to fill the slots with entertainers, yeah. right? And, and again, at a higher level, a culture change. So on one side, it's reactionary, and the other way, it's diligent and planned, right? So I want to discuss those differences and how teams can better use the people throughout their community. Well, so really, yeah, really what you're saying is make them part of your show. Uh, make these group, whether it's a dance team or a performance or a parade or some kind of feature, um, this group sales element, make them part of your show as opposed to... Um, you know, just being told that they're here and we're going to fit them in. Fit them mm -hmm. in, yeah. Right. And leverage that. Leverage yeah. the talent of the people throughout the community and the surrounding communities. Because the team can only do so much with the resources they have. Mm -hmm. And there's wonderfully talented people or different things for people to see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that they can be, they leverage into their show. It makes the show more entertaining. And it does one other thing. It brings those people in. Right. That might not have ever gone in. Again, on one side, it's reactionary. Hey, they're coming anyhow. I just sold this group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have, so, okay, those tickets, we already cashed that check. Yeah. The other way is we're reaching out to the community and saying, would you like to be part of our show? Mm -hmm. Right. And now they start saying, well, Jesus, if you know, seven of us are going, maybe our friends will want to come too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, is when when that happens, when when a group sales guy comes to me or gal comes to me and says, I've got these people working, we put them in the show. It's like we're selling something that doesn't exist almost. But what we're what we do by by making it part of our show, by scripting that, by creating that feature before their, the sales process even began is we're giving them we're giving the sales team a clear a clear idea of what they need to sell, a clear element of opportunity that they can sell. And if you have a bunch of those throughout the show, well, yes, you're, I mean, your sales are going to go up. Everything's going to benefit from, mm -hmm. from this just additional group that we scripted and made part of our show. Everything's going to be planned. Your, your chances are they're going to have more time to sell more time to sell the tickets because their group leader, whomever, has been working with us and identified and dialed into a certain element in that show already planned out, as opposed to us just coming up with something. On yeah, the fly. on the fly. Yeah. Yep. So well, it's a win-win-win for everyone because it's a win for your your group sales because now they have, like you said, this whole another element that they mm -hmm. can sell, whole another approach. It's a win for your entertainment of your show because now, you know, your these groups are paying to come and perform for you. Right. And it's a win for the group in itself because now 
first of all, that's just a really cool thing for any of, you know, like a dance team to come yeah, out and featured. perform. Like, mm-hmm. that's a cool thing for them. So everyone's winning, and it's it, it seems like such a general, like, everyone should, everyone's doing this, or everyone would be doing this, but so many No, don't. they, they so kind of, again, they, they don't make it part of their culture at a, at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. You know, I, when I first started consulting, I actually, it took a long time for me to say, everything is producible. Everything is an element that you can enhance day after day. Because again, they were just kind of throwing it together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just got to get to, I got to get to the first pitch or the, or the puck drop. So they're kind of just throwing together a pregame instead of going, boy, if I'm, if I'm producing the Oscars and I have to fill an hour of content, how am I going to do it, right? right. So going back to uh, our, our offices for Visual Adventure in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Crosse, Wisconsin's home of the lacrosse loggers wood bat team, and they do a really nice job with their entertainment there. Um, Misty's Dance Studio is one of the dance studios, the lacrosse dance studio is another one here in town, um, that do you know, very good performances, and they have a, a, a large, you know, a large uh, base of, of performers. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all over the place, but you can have Misty's Dance Studio go to lacrosse loggers, and the group salesperson says, you got 15 minutes pregame. Oh, great. Okay, so Missy's Dance Studio is out pregame at lacrosse for 15 straight minutes. As much as those performers are great, it's they're going to lose their fans. A long time. You, that, when you're producing the Oscars and you got somebody huge on or the Grammys and it's like the Rolling Stones are on, yeah, we're going to give the Rolling Stones 15 minutes. <laughs> nope, yeah. you're not. They're going to get one, one song, song. Right. Yeah. right? <laughs> so, so, and that's what, you know, it's hard for a group salesperson because he's writing, you know, Misty's is, Bring in a big group or whatever to say, no, you can't have 15 minutes. So what you were talking about, that sponsorship thing is we we sell now to, I'm using lacrosse as an example, Quick Trip is a big um, chain here of gas stations and convenience stores, right? So it's the Quick Trip shining stars moment. Mm -hmm. It's a sponsorable piece of inventory. We have three of them, five of them pregame. So Misty's might, if they have a big enough group and they have multiple things, we give them slot one, three, and five, right. and they're on and off and on and off. And in between, we got something, a juggler or something else, kids' batons or a marching band or whatever it is, right? Yeah. That's how you produce it, right? That's how you script it so it's effective for Misty's, for the fans, for the sponsor. You make it a real, real yeah. nice element. Mm-hmm. This is a really, it's a really good way for producers to effectively fill their show. There's only so many ideas that someone can come up with for a show, and um, you know, then their brains tapped out. This this aids in that process. It it relies on other people to help execute the element, other than game day staff and um, you know people that are excited to do it. You know, you, you don't always get the same response you would from a game day staff. But these dancers, if it's a group of dancers, this is you know like a shining moment. This is their time to be featured. They're excited for this, and it's unique for them. Whereas some of our other acts and some of our other talent might. You know, this might be run of the mill, and it you know might be old hat. Right. You know, we they, they when when that ex, when fans are watching watching that experience happen for them, it also does something inside of them and makes them feel good too. Right. Mm-hmm. So the whole experience yeah. is brought up. And you're showcasing your community. Right. right. Your your local community. Just you know, somebody in the stands might be like, oh well, my five-year-old daughter was wanting to take dance class. Now I'm going to go to Misty's and see what they have to right. offer. So it's totally. It's just this like non-stop win for everyone right. involved. Now let's talk about sowing before you reap and, and how this works because some teams, again, are reactionary. 
I got a, I got a dance line. What do we do? Some teams are like, oh, well, now we got three things. This, this is planning the pregame in the offseason. In December, for like you guys, we talked in an yeah. earlier episode, you guys already have the scripts done for teams in April, and you did them in December. So all of that scripting, the, the spots where entertainment gets plugged into the pregame is already done. Whether we have a sponsor or not, right. whether we have a dance slide or not, we are going to fill that spot. Mm-hmm. We are going to entertain in this hall. Then we're going to take a essentially a commercial break and shoot some fun promo video, yeah. something else to adjust the cameras, and then we're going to produce this. Mm-hmm. And so if we create the halls, then the sponsors come. Then the sponsorship sales department can sell it because it's a package that they understand that they can take to Quick Trip yep. and say, look, it, you can produ- you, you know, you've got the pregame. It's the Home Depot pregame show featuring the Quick Trip Shining Stars, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, it's all set for them to be able to sell. Yep. Uh, and it's also that the group sales department's got, I got to fill that hole. I got to, what, so what other, what other things can we, we talked about Misty's dance studio, the grass dance studio and, and those type of things, but what else do we put into those holes? What other? I mean, we could even take, you know, like a, um, even a, 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 an experience or a feature that group sales is selling that isn't part of the, the runtime of the show, meaning, Maybe it's a press box experience or control room experience or a clubhouse experience where you get to go behind the scenes, meet a player, meet a coach, meet the control room staff. That can be video content that we can then take to, to the board during the 30 show. 30 seconds. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderfully enhancing to the show. And of course, yeah. again, it, you know, the parents, the relatives are like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. little little Joe Lang is on the video <laughs> board. I've, I've made a, I've, I just on the last podcast, I was like, I'm going to start dropping names of our employees into all of our podcasts. And Uncle Joe Lang, as we as we call him, is, is the first one I dropped in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, the, uh, so anyhow, yeah, little Joe Lang's on a video board. They take pictures of it. It's exciting for Joe Lang. It's exciting for the right. parents and all that because that person's on it. Only for a small snippet. Um, Corvette clubs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Um, they don't have to be on the video board for more than 30 seconds, but they get onto the playing surface of whatever it is. They drive, they're hanging out. They're just another part of the three-ring circus. And then there's a little interview, on-field host, sure. Walks up to the first Corvette person. Hey, what's going on? Uh, this is our club. We've been in, you know, for 35 years, we've been a Corvette club, whatever. 30 seconds of love on the video board, and it's part of the whole pregame thing. And guess what? Those Corvette people bought, what, 50 tickets. Right. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. whatever. And, and they enhanced the show. And then you have another element that you, of, the, of your show that you can add on to. So now you have this whole... You have a, a Corvette, you have cars, so now you can play off of that for different on-field elements. You can play off the car theme almost in other aspects of your show. So we're always looking for more ways to add entertainment and those little things like having a, a Corvette club. So you now have a car theme, so yep. you can you can play off of that. And, and teams, I think, some at group sales departments actually don't dig deep enough into those clubs. And think, you know, we talked about Misty's Dance Studio. Well... Misty's and again lacrosse. I got to give the cross dance studio equal love because mm-hmm, yeah. they're both in our in my uh, in my hometown here. Um, and, I'm, and I apologize if I'm missing another dance studio. Um, so uh, the um, the fact is, is they got multiple ages, multiple classes. So if you really want to deep dive it, 
literally Misty's could be, uh, and w between those two, they could fill the entire lacrosse loggers pregame schedule. Sure. Mm -hmm. One night it's the ninth graders, one night it's the seventh graders, one night it's the third graders, and it's jazz, it's tap, it's, you know, they have yep. so many different things. And the same with the car clubs. There are numerous car clubs and bike clubs of different different types. Um, so every night you could have some sort of automobile type engine driven thing and, mm -hmm. uh, on, on, a, on a field at the lacrosse loggers. So yeah. and every one of those things are like that. You call a you call a high school. Who was your state champions last year? Who was your regional champion? We want to honor. It's the local honorary sports champion right. segment. You know, who did did your band go to state? Did your forensics team go to state? Right down the yeah. line. Literally, it's one phone call to the front office of the of the local high school to find out all the different things that would you could honor that high school for on the playing surface and how many high schools are around. Right, right, right. Yeah. So every night there could be 10 people getting their 30 seconds of fame. And then those are tickets. Those and that's are, 30, yeah. 40 tickets. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you could also add another layer of fundraising because these clubs and these organizations and um, you know these dance studios, they're always looking for ways yeah. to fundraise. So you can add on top of it, hey, you know, we're going to be here, we're going to be performing tonight here are, you know, you can buy these tickets for this amount of money and however right. your organization does your fundraising, but then have them come out that night. So now you have Misty's Dance Studio performing and the crowd is filled with all of these fundraising tickets. Yeah, they're 50-50 or whatever they're yeah. doing. So, and 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 that, we're not saying anything the teams don't do because you'd be like, oh, we already do that. Right. But do you plan it? Is it part of your culture? Right. Is it actually in the script that's a sponsorable set element? That's different than reacting, like right. we first mm -hmm. started this thing. Oh yeah, we've done that where we've had somebody out for a, mm -hmm. but not, do you have it every night? Is it something that you have to schedule? Yep. So when you look down the road and you're two weeks out and you're like, well, I got a hole to fill yep. in our pregame. We got to find somebody to fill that hole. Mm -hmm. The invitation goes out. And that's the other piece about that. It's it, we're inviting people to help our, our show. We're not calling and saying, you want to buy some tickets? Right. We're inviting your forensics team out to be our pre and and literally you don't have to do much more than invite them. They'll buy their own tickets. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, th I think the key is is planning it as part of the show because it just pro provides more direction for who's ever out there selling the group sales. Uh, you know, a sales level employee is going to appreciate. Uh, a planned element that they know they have to fill, that's written down. It's not just an idea of something that could happen during the game. This is going to happen. So let's fill it. It helps them understand how the execution is going to happen and what the experience is really like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's easier for the salesperson to yeah. talk about the product, too. It's, so it's, it's an easier sell. It's mm -hmm. an easier sell. It doesn't even, it isn't even a sell. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's, it, a it's, it's a conversation that turns into ticket sales and, and entertainment yep. and yeah. sponsorship. Yeah. Right. And yeah. the you said the key was that, but also the key is that culture and just kind of mind sh mindset shift in your sales team. Because there, I mean, if you go down the list of groups from the 2022 season of a team, you can find endless amounts of entertainment opportunities, but your sales team has to have that mindset shift of, okay, we're having this team out, they can do this too. Right. I think having that that shift is what really changes the culture of your front office. And what I really liked is one time, and I'll, and I'll wrap, we can wrap it up with this, is I had an element planned, a dance team that didn't get sold. So I made our game day staff dance. 
and do their own do their own element, their own performance. They weren't prepared for it, which made it hilarious. I bet it did. The sales That's, team. Oh, yeah. you didn't sell it? Right. All right. <laughs> All right your sales. That'll motivate You're on. <laughs> I bet they won't ever not sell it again. So plan group group performances in your show, bottom line. Helps helps the entire process. You guys have any comments or suggestions on some additional topics you want to discuss or just have a question in general, drop us a line, drop us a note, send us an email. We love them. Until next time, guys, it's all about your fans. We'll see you later. See ya. See ya.